bailiff called the court to order, and the judge entered. We all stood. The judge was female, about fifty-five, with a stubby body. She wore a long white wig, like the judge in Alice in Wonderland. Bum luck pulling a lady judge. I've learned that women are usually less compassionate with other women. She wasn't going to be sympathetic to my flights of fancy. The worst part was she was probably in Leslie's pocket. As I slipped into position at our table, my straight skirt rose up my legs. I tugged at the hem, catching my bracelet on my pantyhose at mid-thigh. I struggled to free the gold links from the tougher-than-steel fibers of my run-resistant hose. My every movement succeeded in tangling me with myself. My right wrist felt permanently attached to my right thigh, eight inches short of being obscene. As the true horror of my situation sank into my brain, I watched the lawyers take turns going up to the podium to announce their names and whom they represented. Dallas Little was attorney for Leslie Archer. Glick waddled up to the stand. George Blackstone Glick for the plaintiff, Algernon Green, he said in a big, booming voice. And for the defense? the judge asked. I was sweating. I couldn't stay in my seat. You had to walk up and announce yourself. I edged out of the chair, bent over, hobbling, wrist on thigh, and skirt way up where it shouldn't have been. I tried to act as professional as I could under the circumstances. I flashed the judge a self-deprecating smile. Alice Hart, I am here today in my own defense, Your Honor. I am pro se. I couldn't reach the microphone on the podium, so I spoke as loudly as I could, considering my face was on my stomach. The courtroom was silent. You could have heard a lawyer drop. The judge looked flabbergasted. Are you mocking me? She snapped. Your Honor, I have a problem. May I go behind the bench? The correct terminology is, may I approach the bench? I hunched forward, pigeon-stepping toward her. There were twitters of laughter in the courtroom. The judge banged her gavel. Silence? Ms. Hart, if you're attempting to make a mockery of this court, I will not take it lightly. Now straighten up. The judge's bench was a good three feet taller than my head. I waddled as close as I could and mouthed the words, Pantyhose are stuck. She didn't get it. I figured if I could get behind the judicial platform, I could take off my pantyhose and roll them up with the bracelet and be done with it. The bailiff was one step behind me as I slipped around the bench and under the judge's chair. I guess he'd never seen anyone act that way in court before, because he stood there dumbstruck, and then broke into gales of laughter. The spectators joined him. The noise was so loud the judge's gavel-banging couldn't be heard. It was twenty minutes before they all got quiet, and I felt secure enough to walk out from under the judge's chair. I did so with all the dignity I could muster. I pretended I was Joan of Arc, going to the stake. We will recess while the court regains its composure. Ms. Hart, I trust this is not a sign of things to come. I will not tolerate tomfoolery. I sat down next to Ron. Ricky. Welcome back, Lucy. 
The judge trounced back into her chambers with Dallas Little at her heels. I turned to face a courtroom of laughing faces. The joke was on me. So far, things were not going as smoothly as I had hoped.